I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? So the U.S. men's national soccer team will kick off 2023 in Los Angeles with a pair of international exhibition games. The U.S. will face Serbia on January 25th at Bank of California Stadium before taking on Colombia on January 28th at Dignity Health Sports Park. The two games will be the first after this month's FIFA World Cup and will also serve as the first games in the 2026 FIFA World Cup cycle. Uh, These matches are not on FIFA international dates, which means most Europe-based players will not be available, and the U.S. roster will include players from MLS teams preparing for the season. So for all you soccer fans out there, catch one of these games in January of 2023. All right, George, let me ask you a question. You ready? Yes, sir. How into the World Cup will you be? Uh, Very. Okay. Does that answer your question or no? Yeah. Are you a Team U.S. guy or you, do you have somebody yeah, else? I, I always root for the U.S. Um, okay. And then, you know, when they get knocked out, I find another team that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like Lionel Messi, right? Like, I want him and Ronaldo to do well. So I, you know, occasionally will, in an individual match, root, root for Argentina or Portugal or someone like that, you know? Okay. All right. Um, do we want to have a World Cup correspondent checking in from Qatar? I don't know. Do we? I think I think we do. We should. I I'll go. We, I think we do. <laughs> I mean, so I, it, I mean it, if you uh, have someone in mind, it depends on who it is, Kat. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll name drop, and then we'll see if Lindsay knows who this is. And if she does, then then probably won't happen. And if she doesn't, then we absolutely know it's the right person to uh, to have on. You ready for this, Lindsay? Wait, what is that supposed to mean? Well, I didn't let's get see. That, so let's I'm see. Gonna... Let's see no, if you I know who this know, is. I want you to explain what you just said first. Well, let's see if you know who this person is. You ready? I'm ready. Do you know who Landon Donovan is? Yes. Yeah. Will you go for for Landon Donovan as our World Cup correspondent who's doing games for Fox? Uh, Uh, I mean, hmm. I I feel like that's more of like a group chat thing. Okay. See, I was thinking that if you didn't know who he was, I'd be like, all right, I got a real chance here. But the fact that you do know who he is, I got no chance. How would you not know who Landon Donovan is? Seriously. For real. Like, Seriously? You really thought somebody would not know who he is? I just didn't know. Not everybody knows soccer. But I want to know where you're the correspondence between me. Yeah, but he played here. Yeah. So? (laughs) (laughs) What? What, was Lindsay here when Landon Donovan was playing for the Galaxy? Yeah, but it didn't matter. He was like the best player on Team USA forever. For a long time. I agree. Yeah, it's kind of like being like, do you know who Mia Hamm is? Right. Mm -hmm. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Who's that? Who's Mia Hamm? I thought you were going to tell me someone like Tim Donovan, his dad or something. No. Someone irrelevant. So Landon Donovan, name drop, good friend of mine. Like me and Landon, like like me and Canelo, not Just so like close anymore. No, 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 different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Right, because you, you betrayed the trust. That's right. You talked about stuff you shouldn't be talking about because you got big mouth. That's true, um, but I didn't say anything <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> it, see, but this is what happens with you. I didn't say anything that was really bad. Yeah, I didn't say but anything. But they clearly bad. felt like you betrayed a trust. They did. Ouch. Canelo did not. 
Somebody I, else in the group did. Okay, but that means he did. Mm. Not really. If, if, Not if, really. He, if he didn't, then you'd be you'd still be in. Was nah, it just people this, being nosy and or busybodies? You know, it was just this one guy who's the money like, talk. This, yeah. this, this this is one guy who's like you know, I really really love being BFFs with Canelo. And, you know, you talked a little much about the things that you saw, which was about 1% of everything. And so now I'm mad at you. And so to protect my relationship, I'm going to make it seem like you're on the outs and I'm on the ends and I protected you, champ. It was was pretty pretty cheesy. You didn't hear about how Canelo was mad at Fluffy? I don't know if that's like legit. What did Fluffy 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 do? I don't know. He talked about it in a special. So I was like, Canelo being holding grudges, bro. But you do talk a lot, Cappy. You're a yapper. Well, as you said it earlier, and I'm not denying this in any way, I have a very big mouth. Mm-hmm. Jack? Yeah, my mother used to tell me all the time, your big mouth's going to get you into trouble one day, and it, and it, and it, has and it did many, many By the times. Way, so I have a friend who will remain nameless that um, also works in the media mm-hmm. that was became friendly with uh, an A-list actor, like an Oscar-type actor, and was talking about how... He, they were hanging out watching games together and also betrayed a trust of a specific thing that happened at one of these events that he also did not think was that big a deal. But then in retrospect, was like, yeah, that's probably a l- overshared a little bit. Um, but you, on the other hand, nope, not your fault. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I, ch- I, I did it. I said what I said, but it wasn't really that bad. Captain, you know? Yeah. It's not for you to judge if it was that bad. But it wasn't Canelo who judged. It was someone in his circle, though. That was someone, someone he trusts clearly more than you. Well, I mean, you know, someone he's got a much closer relationship with. I'll put it that way. In the meantime, Landon Donovan, on the other hand, you're tight in, with in Cutter, working the World Cup. Yeah, but what time is it in Fox. Cutter? I don't know. How much further ahead is Cutter than than LA? <sighs> Probably a lot. Is my guess. what do you think? Eight hours, ten hours, sixteen hours? What are we talking about here? Hold on, I'll full day ahead. I'll World on clock phone. on your phone. Yeah. You're world clocking, aren't you? Yeah. Doha Cutter. It's 3.08 in the morning there right now, bro. He ain't coming on this show. Are you out of your mind? 3.08 in the morning? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We go till 7. That'll be 5. So you want him to come on sleepy is what you want him to do. Extra. Always. Yeah. I know. That is asking a lot, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, our last hour is at 5 a.m. there. You gonna ask him to get on the Zoom too? I was gonna say Zoom and like seriously. Hey, I know it's really early and you're half asleep right now because it's the middle of the night. But can you all follow the Zoom link? (laughs) You're so extra, bro. And and the answer, of course, Lindsay Baseball. You'd be like, sure, anything for you, Cap. Yeah, the answer is, of course, I'm gonna expect him to come on the Zoom link. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're not just gonna come on the phone on the radio. Wait, would you really do that though if he was like on the Cast? A thousand percent. Really? A thousand. Even if it was the middle of the night. And he was doing you a solid by like setting his alarm and waking up in the middle of the night. You'd still ask him to do that? Um, 100%. You know what he would get back? Tell me. Sorry, the number you have dialed is unavailable. Mm -hmm. Or the email would be like bounce back. Right. Block this guy. Block this foo. Seriously. I mean, if if you guys have that kind of relationship where you can ask him that and and then he in turn does it, then that's cool. Good job, Cap. Thanks. Well, so what do you think? I mean, I am going to be very into this World Cup. Very into it. I feel like, so normally I would say no, but I know that this area is, there's like so many soccer fans, like football fans, you know, they don't, they don't even call it soccer. They're like, they're like, 
what's the word? They like football. snicker. They mm-hmm. snicker at yeah. the fact that we call it soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's football. Yeah, it's football. Right, like even the LAFC. The LAFC, the black and gold, this Saturday, taking on the Philadelphia Union for the MLS Cup. The right. black and gold has electrified LA, and now it's time at the bank. Yeah. So, so that... Uh, you know what LAFC stands for, right? Yeah. What is it? Football club. Correct. See, right. So when I call it a soccer game on Saturday. Yeah, it's a match. Right. And you refer to it as a football match. Yeah. 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 People do snicker. You're right, Lindsay Baseball. Like, did you, <laughs> you, just, you just call the MLS championship soccer? Well, yeah. When we like, had, yeah. um, we had. Well, no, you can call Ely. it soccer. I'm fine with Ely. that. But. When Ely was, was here. Yeah. He started off like saying, like answering a question with like, with football, well, you, you call it soccer here. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he like corrected himself. Yeah, you call it soccer here, you right. Americans. I get co- right. I get corrected all the time at my house because I call it soccer. My mom's like football. It's That's, football. I'm a total bad Mexican, according to my mom, because of that. So. Really, and this this is the only reason why. I mean, I'm sure there's other things that she has in mind, but you know, and her she grew up in back of a a, a football like. Uh, soccer field well I call yeah. it a soccer field but a football field mm-hmm. and you know she used to watch it so she's really knowledgeable about the sport and here is her daughter like loving football and basketball and baseball and not really paying attention to soccer so she always called me a bad Mexican so now that I'm like <laughs> you know kind of getting involved in it she's like it's football mensa and I'm like oh I'm sorry mom mensa yeah. well that's on us as Americans for being like Big enough jerks Not to cultured be like, enough? Right, to yeah. be like, yeah. ah, screw that. There's already a whole sport named after We're it. American. We're going to call it soccer. Yeah. Well, well, more. It's like, we already have football. Well, yeah, but football came before football. Yeah, but we're... As and we a, used as, it anyway. Right. It doesn't matter. We're American. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, it's kind of a snobby thing to do. Well, maybe so. But that's the way we are. Hey, we yeah. already got football. And by the way, it was, you know, it was, you know. I, I believe actually soccer was was not an American thing. It was actually, if I recall, if if I bet you if we looked it up, it's probably like a British thing. I think so. You're probably right, but yeah. we still called football after football existed, right? Correct. Different game. Right. And it's like oh, we're just going to take O's. that word and use it anyway. Two O's and right. two L's versus a U. Yeah, two O's and two L's. You yeah. Take off the umlaut or whatever it is. All right. Well, I'm offering up Landon Donovan five a.m. in the morning in Cutter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly certain he's going to be like, nah, bro. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, come on, I love you, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're probably right because we had we had lunch. I last mean, I Friday. wouldn't do it. I, I'll tell you this: we had lunch, it, right? We do the whole sh- we do the show together. You and I mm-hmm. have known each other for twenty years, okay? And if I was in Cutter, I would never, unless I was still out that night, <laughs> I would never call into the show. <laughs> yeah, you would. No chance in hell. Yes, you would. Nope. Yes, you would. No. I'd be like, George, I need you. You'd be like, all right. No. Blocked. I'd be like, like, sorry, bro. Set your alarm for 445. I'd be like, bro, I don't got international calling on my phone. No, No, dude. Set your alarm for 445. I'm waking you up. And get in front of a computer because we're Zooming. Yeah. Nope. You're probably right, though. Landon's probably not going to do it. Because we had lunch recently. Uh, This was last Friday. And um, fact is, the bill came. And... um, one of the guys at the table tried to get it, and Landon was like, no, 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 no. And he forced the uh, waiter to take his card, so then I'm like, wait a second, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to be the one guy of the three that's not going to split it three ways. And, and Landon was like, no, no, just split it. And so I wound up walking out without having to pay. Of course. And so 
he ain't gonna do it. It was expensive lunch too. Cappy, you're that person. I I don't believe. I don't know. I've never. Are you shocked by any of that? I mean, even me, bro. Like I lost one job. I'm balling like that, and I'm always trying to pay. Like, how do you not try to pay? Cappy vive del cuento. Okay. No, no, El vive del cuento. No, there's an, un, there's an unwritten rule. Laura. That's what my mom and grandma used to always say with people like Cappy. Vive no, del cuento. Should not be. But I am. Here I am. Still mm. shocked. A year and a half later, I'm still shocked. Don't but, be. By the way, Cap, I think we may have had this issue solved for us. Okay. We got a tweet from Hooper's ex. Is a Fox broadcaster even allowed on ESPN? I think eh, contra- it depends. I feel like usually those guys will say that, it, unless it's just an excuse. It depends. Like it. I remember Joe Buck used to go on, um, like the Dan Lebitard show on ESPN Radio back in the day. Like, yeah, that's true. I think it just depends on if you have like a personal relationship. They're they're not going to care. They're See, just personal do relationship. They and Cappy's calling in, in favor here. Landon Donovan's paid for his meal, right? Expensive lunch. Yeah. And now I got to pay for the next cheap. one. Yeah, that'll well, never happen. Cheap and yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's true. He's cheap. like, hey I mean, man, you want to go to In and Out? I got you. Yeah, like, seriously, right, I got right. you. If you you want to go to this really expensive sushi In-N-Out's place? Good though. You got me. Yeah. It's true. I am cheap. Listen, uh, George, you mentioned earlier about uh, your car and having to get it fixed. Yeah. I've got two cars that both need to be fixed, and I have pretty much decided I'm just not fixing them. In fact, yesterday I took a picture of my broken mirror on my car. I just driving around with a broken mirror. Got body work that needs to get done. Just driving around with a busted back light or whatever. I just don't care. And I'm too cheap to get it fixed. And I've convinced myself I don't have the time to do it. Calling the insurance and going to a body shop and all these other things that have to get done. I've just, I just can't, I, I can't do it. Do people in the community not listen to the show when we talk or only like have selective hearing like happy? Definitely selective hearing. Like Johnny Loiza, who says Crazy House Soccer was first being called that in the UK when it was created, but it's okay. We're just stupid Americans. I literally just said a few minutes ago, I'm pretty sure it was called soccer in the UK first. Johnny, when when George speaks, shut up and listen, man. I'm don't just re- saying. Don't, re- don't repeat the stuff that he says. I mean, he just it's just it. like, what, what am on, I? Dude. I might as well just not talk. Right. You like, know? Well, I mean, we, come we on, Johnny. We just have the silence show. You know? Come on, Johnny. Really? Come on. Come on, George. Johnny, just better, bro. Show. Come on, man. He just said that for Do crying better. out loud. I mean, it's one thing for Cappy to do it, but you, I, re- I expect more out of you, Johnny Lloyd. I mean, come on, Johnny. You know? Man, oh, man. Johnny, Please. why'd you disappoint me like that? You're going to get a sigh, Johnny. Uh, Fred Robledo, our f- best friend who works for the South Florida California News Group, um, says, what? on a long drive, uh, it's like, I think, the OC register. Um, it's just a long way to say that now, the way they, because they're like a, br- a group of papers. On a long drive, does your crew ever talk about sports? I mean, we did in the first hour, but right now, we uh, we actually have been talking about sports. This we were whole about thing soccer. started with the World Cup. Football is yeah. a sport. This whole yeah. thing started with the World Cup. Yeah. So, Robledo, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you do better, bro. You, 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 you do you, bro. I said it. You know? You do you, Robledo. He clearly doesn't hear crosstalk, and when yeah. Mason ends it, what does he say? What we're going to talk about? Yeah, Stupidity. David Kent, who is um, British, hello David, hello David, has just texted me and says the association in association football was also shorted to soccer. The clips off the first and last three syllables of association, leaving S O C onto which that chummy er was added, yielding soccer. The term was first recorded in soccer in 1891. Well, thank you, mate. There you go. Straight from the uh, 
A horse's mouth, I guess. That's in this from case. me sales guy. I was going to say that. Yeah, that is, straight that from the horse's from, mouth. I mean, he's British. He would know. That's, that's from me British sales guy. There you go. And why do you go, hello, David? Like, hello, said, David. But who actually does that? Like, I don't know any British people that say that. Remember well, when I said British accents were sexy? Yours yeah. is not. Well, that may be the case. But, you know, yeah. for 20 years, I've been saying to David, hello, David. I don't really know why. That f it feels like you're, f you're more like New Zealand when you say it like that. That may be the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right. We are way past the break. Yeah, are you going to get us back on track here or not? Yeah, we're going to talk a little sports because I told you there is an alleged story about a potential retirement here in Southern California that involves a sports personality, Robledo. <laughs> sports. I said sports. That's I sports feel like, talk. I feel like by saying on, sports, the audience is just going to make Robledo jokes like we like. He's going to be like our Newman in Seinfeld. Robledo. Who was it that was in the community that said, I don't listen to sports radio. I listen to Sedano and Cap. Who is yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that thing that I just teased next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oh, this is the best part. Maybe, I don't know. I, I think it could arguably be the best part. It's either this or when he's training in Russia. But this part after Apollo dies and he's in his race car and he's driving all around and he's just like, you know, trying to sort his head out. Adrian doesn't believe in him. You can't win. Oh, such a good movie. I mean, it's like 33% montages. So it's really not that great a movie, but it's a great movie nonetheless because it's kind of bad, but still great. So I don't know if uh, Rocky Balboa and a boxing film counts as sports for Robledo, who was complaining earlier. Yeah. But let me just ask everybody one quick question. Robledo. If you were a fan of sports in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Things are good right now. Would you be watching the World Series right now? Or would you be watching Thursday Night Football? Oh, no, you're watching the World Series, man. Come on. You're not watching the Texans against the Eagles. Get out of here. <laughs> Texans, what kind of ridiculous <laughs> question is that? Listen, Texans-Eagles is in the first quarter with 9.37 to go, and Bryce Harper is up to bat against Justin Verlander in a 1-1 game in the bottom of the first. I mean, really, to me... You know how football usually always wins these ratings wars? And they might, but I, I just, because fantasy football is bigger and gambling is bigger on, on football, but, uh, like, how could you not be watching the Astros and the Phillies, Verlander against Harper, when it's the Eagles against the Houston Texans yeah, for there's not. Out. It's not a great sports night. Um, so tonight's the night. I, I had told you, if there's not anything interesting to me on the NBA front, and there's not anything interesting on the football front. Tonight's the night. 
that I watch the World Series. That's how it goes. Well, that's I mean, Cappy's favorite song. Tonight's the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, right. Don't forget about that one. Tonight is the night. Is that's a hell of a song right there. Good lyrics. You know, strong instrumental. Tonight is the night. Tell you this, man. Uh, Philadelphia against uh, Houston. Now we're into Game Five, and you've got Verlander for Houston versus Noah Syndergaard for Philadelphia. Oh my God, this is actually. I must admit, like I'm actually really interested in the World Series. Normally, yeah, and I he, love the Philly uniforms, the old school. Uniforms. Yeah, the Mike Schmitz. Yeah. Is uh, Mateo watching the World Series? Mateo, look, baseball, buddy. No, it's not football. It's baseball. <laughs> he wants to watch football. Come football. on. Give me football. He's so yeah, cute. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. And he missed it? He missed it, yeah. <laughs> he and, should be and calling the other games. guy got it. That's a good point. <laughs> That's excellent analysis. Football. Ah, you're teaching him young. Those emojis are in Roblox? You never better be careful what you're watching in Roblox. What? I play Roblox, so I know. I know. You just got to be careful. All right, you guys got to go. See you later. You two All come. Right. Go. All right. I'm out of here. No, you can't stay here. <laughs> Tell him if he stays there, he has to listen to the guy whose voice he doesn't like. Here, you want to hear the? You want to hear my headphones? You want to hear? All right, Lindsay. Now you speak, and we'll ask him if he likes my voice. Hi, Mateo. Hold on. He hasn't had him on yet. Come here. Oh, you're put, he's got a leaf blower. Sorry. A toy leaf blower, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say. Really? That kid outside right, blowing him leaves. Hi, Mateo. You watching football? Uh, no, baseball. Oh, baseball. <laughs> Do you like baseball or football better? Because I like uh, baseball. You like baseball, yeah. You're good Me at too. baseball. My name is Lindsay Baseball. It's in my name. Her name's Cap. No, it's He's not. He's so confused. Do you not like her voice? He said, I know. I don't know what you asked him. but He asked if he likes my voice. I know, because I can hear you. Ah, We can mm. hear you, too. You sound great on the radio. Yeah, because... Uh, you want to yeah. be on the radio <laughs> like your dad? <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> Got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> your dad does the same thing when he has nothing to say. No, he just goes on to Twitter. Yeah. All right, pal. Time for you to go. No, I want to stay here. No, you got to go. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're taking my headphones. No, I want to stay here. Yeah. All I right, want to so talk to those guys. Yeah. He liked talking Lindsay's baseball. voice. He smiled when he heard Lindsay's voice. Then when you came on, he kind of like changed his face again. Really? That makes sense. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. that at all. I swear to God. I don't believe it. Yeah. Next time we do it on YouTube, I want to be able to see it for myself. Okay. We'll do it next time on YouTube. So We'll do it on YouTube. Anyway. Um, all right. So... Lindsay, tell me about this Albert Breer story today. So it was from yesterday, and he was on with Rich Eisen. Yeah. And they got, you know, they're talking about the Rams, as many team, many of these talk shows do lately, especially with right. how bad they've been. And he said, when he was asked about Sean McVay, he said, I think the way the Rams view it right now, they've got a core of four players. Uh, realistically, what we're talking about here is Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey, and... I think Sean McVay's future with the team is probably tied to those four guys. And in all likelihood, when those guys are gone, McVay is going to be gone too. See, but I don't think all those guys are gone at the same time. So, like, how does that work? Like, that's if that's in- indeed the case, like, I feel like Matthew Stafford, probably the first of those guys to go. Then probably Aaron Donald. And then the other two, Ramsey and, and Cup, 
Um, we'll probably be there for a while, I'm guessing. I don't really understand where Albert Breer is coming from. Did he say anything like, hey, I was on the phone with McVeigh and he told me that he's really committed to seeing these four guys in their careers through. And then when they're done, he's done. Like, was, was this just an opinion or is this like him saying, uh, oh, I've got it on good source that when these dudes are done, he's done, too. I mean, he, he said he believes there's a pretty decent chance that when those guys are gone, that McVeigh will be gone, too. So like, he indicated that it was, you know, he, he had some kind of inside knowledge of it. Yeah, I have no inside knowledge of it. But I'll tell you this right now. When Stafford's gone and Donald's gone and Cup is gone and Ramsey's gone, chances are McVeigh will long be gone. I mean, it doesn't really, it just, just doesn't seem like that big of a stretch, you know, to, to even make a statement like that. Who knows? McVeigh might be gone before all those guys. I mean, we almost thought he was gone this offseason for a second. I think that as great as Sean McVay was being, you know, lauded a year ago and, you know, the, the organization, their philosophy, they're all in, they're this year, it's at our home stadium, all those sorts of things, it all worked out perfectly. And then the following year, the year that we're currently in, when everybody was talking about running it back, how about, like, maybe even get to the playoffs? Because as they have found out, it is not easy. And on paper, they lost a lot going into this season. And things just haven't gone right, especially with that offensive line and that running game. Yeah. By the way, Linz, did we miss Travis again this week? Oh, my gosh. That's totally my Come fault. Come on, Lindsay. Come on, <laughs> Lindsay. Baseball. Come we on, baseball. We on were talking segment. about, and I even texted him and said, I promise I won't forget this time. Come on, no, baseball. We should just have him on. Cup. Have him on for just one second. Like, call him right now, just okay. so we can okay. tell him that you have forgotten two weeks in a row. It says it right here. But in my defense, it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm... We were talking no one to else, Mateo. Yeah, no you one know, else said anything either. He's captivating. I'll take the So you're blaming break. my four-year-old. Is no, I'm blaming oh. me because he's captivating. Oh. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's cute, man. He's I mean, cute. Trav. He's cute. Tra- Travis, Travis, you like, got bumped. You got bumped for Mateo, Travis. Yes, I mean, seriously. But for come on, that was God. cute. Oh, that I'm, was I'm calling him right now. Is Travis there? He is here. And Travis, you know that Lindsay has forgotten about you twice this week? Like, if I didn't bring it up, hey, are we supposed to have Travis in this segment? It would not have happened right you, now. You would not be on the phone. Yeah, but you just said it right just now. I'm starting to get a complex. I really am. Like, I, I was uh, staring at my phone at a routine thinking, okay, it's coming any minute now. Kind of came and went, got to about 525 and just thought, yeah, I guess I guess I didn't make the cut again. What are you going to do? But I'm glad hey. you guys called. Hey, the good, you, 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 the, the good thing is, Trav, the good thing is you didn't say, hey, I turned on the radio and I heard you guys talking to George's four-year-old son, Mateo, and I realized I got bumped for the four-year-old. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank well, goodness you weren't listening, buddy. I, 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 can, I can appreciate it. I'm sure, I'm sure he's more informed and entertaining than I am. I totally get it. He was totally breaking down it. the World Series, though. I'll give him credit. He was doing a pretty good job at that. But... Um, <laughs> So let me let's ask him what we just talked about. So um, Lindsay told us a story about Albert Breer going on the Rich Eisen show. Do you know the story about him and Sean McVay or no? I do. Yes. Yeah. Well, he basically said that his his Rams career as a head coach is basically tied to Stafford, Ramsey, Donald, and Cup's longevity with the team. Um, I feel that's yeah. a weird statement to make because those guys are all going to be gone at different intervals. Like, what did you make of all of that? 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. It, it kind of it, it hit me by surprise when I first heard it. But then when you kind of start to, you know, back it out a little bit and the fact that they've been so incredibly aggressive with the way that they've tried to make this, you know, this last three or four year window and, and the, the offers that they reportedly made at the deadline uh, a couple of days ago, like the, the Brian Burns one made no sense to me at all. Two, two first round picks for a guy at a position who's a good player, but a position that isn't really a huge position that you need and not, not certainly not at the top of the list. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something to it. If, if you're just going to constantly go for it because you think you got this special coach for another, whatever it would be, you know, three, four, five years, whatever the number might be, it does kind of make all the pieces fit together. I, I don't, I, I still am a firm believer in Sean McVay as a lifer in this. I, I don't, I can't imagine that he's just going to decide at 40 years old that he's had enough and walk away, but it, it made me think, if nothing else, I guess. I could see him walking away for a little while, recharging, and then coming back and doing it or trying to do it all over again. Hey, Trav, while we've got you, though, just give us one thing. So the Rams this weekend against the Bucks. When you look at the schedule, you're like, "Oh, this is a big game." Uh, not so much a big game, but <laughs> no, I mean it is and it isn't. I right? Guess. It's a great story, but but yeah. one team is going to be really, really done, and the other team is going to think that maybe they still have a chance to put their season back together. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think you're right. I think if whoever loses, I mean, Tampa would be three and six at that point. Maybe you can lie to yourself and say the division sucks and you could still find a way out of the, the NFC South. But if the Rams are three and five and, and have not beat a, a single, even mediocre team halfway through the season, then you are what you are. I, I, I don't think they're very good. You know, the more you watch them, the, the more you watch them struggle to move the ball. Um, they, they may be able to get that seventh spot. I don't know how dangerous they'd be, but I, I don't know. I, I just, they, they've had one big play all season long. They haven't had a good game yet. They've had a decent quarter, a decent half, but I, I'm, I'm losing, uh, my, my belief that this thing was going to turn around. I'll, I'll give them one more chance this weekend. If they can look halfway decent, I'll get back on board, but right now I'm pretty skeptical. All right, one last thing, because we've completely wrecked the clock, obviously, around here. I mean, it's kind of what we do. Um, and Bergman doesn't run into our studio and, and yell at us like he does to you guys because he's not around anymore at this stage of the day. But um, the Lakers, I, look, we've got a winning streak. Like, legitimately, it's two games. But, hell, it's, I'll take it considering the way the season started. Um, what, have you, what have you seen more recently in these two wins that you think is actually sustainable? Enthusiasm, quite frankly, you know, just simply put, the the they look like they're not being marched to some sort of you know execution. They actually look like they're enjoying playing a little basketball. Um, there was life, there was enthusiasm, there was passion. Um, I think that stuff matters, especially for a basketball team. They Russ looks pretty good coming off the bench. I, I didn't think it would work, and at least for a couple of games, it has. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I still don't think they're good, but they might not be terrible, which I guess is a in the right thing. <laughs> what a ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should put that on the on the media guide. We're, we're not good, but we're not terrible. There you have it. That's good for a T-shirt. I, I actually feel like that could be our T-shirt, Cappy. We're you know we're not good, but we're not terrible. <laughs> you know? We'll give you some royalties. You, you know what? When Cappy sells it in the Cappy store, uh, in his merch store on the Cappy Cast, we'll uh, we'll he'll, he'll have to cut you a little slice there, Trap. Yep, I get uh, I get the IP um, royalties on that. A dollar a shirt. Yeah. Well, Trav, thank you for putting up with our nonsense. Sorry we called you late, and I swear to God, we'll make sure Lindsay gets in line and calls you at 5.15 next week. Don't do that. Don't blame me. 
I really look forward to not talking to you guys at 5.15 next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis and Slee with 10 a.m. each and every morning. And, of course, Trav on the Rams broadcast as well. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right, yeah, you got it, guys. Let's take a quick break. We'll do a short radio Tinder, and then we got Blake uh, Balake, our baseball Dodger insider, Blake Harris, who normally joins us at 5.45. Today, I feel like it's going to be more like 5.50, to be honest yeah, with right, you. Ish. So, yeah. That's coming up next. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Wait, wait, wait. Before you take it away. Before you take it away, Lindsay. Um, how do you not know that episode, Christopher? That's what I was wondering. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so... What did she say at the end? Confused. Yeah, that. Exactly. Who doesn't know that episode? Morales. Morales. I bet Cap probably doesn't either. Cappy's too old him. for Saved by yeah, the Bell. Yeah, that's true. He is. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, no, I know old. Saved by the Bell. I just don't remember that episode. I mean, that's like the most famous episode. That and the one with Johnny Dakota where he's like, he tells you not to do drugs. I forget what he said. Like, there's no hope with dope. That was what he said on that one. Right. It was something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, if you're a big Saved by the Bell fan, anyone in Southern California knows this. Um, or maybe they don't because the show been, hasn't been on in a long time. But their beach episodes, uh, The House. Um, right, I like the beach episodes. Yeah, The House is right on the Strand in Hermosa, right where Hermosa turns into Manhattan Beach. So it's the big blue like house. I actually, I have a friend who loves Saved by the Bell. And when I, uh, we were down there, we just, you know, going for a walk or whatever, just kind of, he had never seen that area. He was just amazed by it, right? Like people, you go there and it's like, wow, this is crazy. Like how filthy do you have to be to live here? Um, and pretty filthy, filthy or filthy rich? Well, filthy as in filthy rich. Yeah. <laughs> but my guess is very extra, extra, extra filthy is my guess. Um, Cause those houses are ridiculously priced, but um he, he saw the house and he immediately knew what it was. I was going to tell him. He's like, oh my God, is that that house? And I was like, yep, that's it. He want, he took a picture in front of it. I'm like, you're going to be that guy? You're going to make me take a picture of you? He's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. Stacy Carosi. He actually FaceTimed his sister, my friend. I was like, dude, it's like 11 o'clock on the East Coast. What are you doing? Same thing that Cap's doing when he tries to FaceTime Landon Donovan at 5 a.m. on Qatar Right, exactly. Time. He tries to get him on the show. All right, take it away, Lynn's Radio Tinder. Thanks. All right, so billionaire businessman Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos are in talks on a possible joint venture. The Rock Nation founder and Amazon founder are exploring a potential joint bid on the Washington Commanders. It is not clear if the two have yet spoken with current owner Dan Snyder and his wife about the possibility, but yesterday the Snyders said that they were exploring a sale of the team and hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. Do you guys think that Bezos and Jay-Z will team up to buy the commander, swipe left or swipe right, Sedano. Um, I'm going to swipe right on it. I think it. I think it. If Daniel Snyder's smart, he does sell it to them. I actually think that's like the perfect marriage. Those two guys, uh, Bezos, because he's got unlimited funds. 
Um, and he clearly loves sports. Like he's been trying to get into sports. He's in the group that's trying to buy the Phoenix Suns too. Um, and Jay-Z has been trying to get into sports. I mean, he had a Nets uh, share many years ago uh, and got out of it when he started Rock Nation, uh, the the Rock Nation sports agency part of it. Um, but he's no longer, he doesn't, he no longer has the sports agency, at least not under, not under his umbrella. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. And clearly Jay-Z, I mean, he's one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's one of the greatest moguls, uh, and businessmen of all time. Um, in regards to the entertainment industry, I think it's a marriage made in heaven because every young guy who wants to play in the NFL, um, probably knows who Jay-Z is and be like, yo, Jay-Z is the owner. That's cool. Like, uh, so I, I think it's really smart and Snyder just needs to go at this point. I mean, he, I, I am actually stunned that he is considering selling because he seems so stubborn about everything for a very long time, including the name change, all the stuff for so many years that I, I think that eventually somebody, whoever's consul, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's consoling is the right word, but, uh, counseling him maybe, uh, is doing uh, a much better job of whoever was doing it previously. I'm, I'm going to swipe right here. I think that I Jeff Bezos... To be able to. Sorry, I meant to hit this button instead. <laughs> Jeff Bezos doesn't need Jay-Z's money, but he definitely could utilize Jay-Z's cool, and Jay-Z probably could utilize the the money that comes with Bezos. But the thing about it is, this is the perfect team for Bezos to buy because he owns the newspaper. He owns the Washington Post. So you talk about a promotional vehicle to promote the football team. Yeah. I mean, man, oh, man. He owns the local paper. I grant you the paper is not what it used to be. But if he already owns the paper in town, he might as well own the football team in town and put those two guys together. That's a great ownership team. Man, I bet they would have some nice things to say about the football team. Talk about biased. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think. I, I don't know. Like, I haven't. I don't comb through the Washington Post. I do have a subscription. Um, but you know, I don't feel like. Um, I don't know. Like, like I, mean, I should ch- check to see if there's like anything about Amazon in there that you would wonder about or whatever, or any other investments that he has. But I haven't really thought about it. I feel like if there was something that was super fishy like that, that it would be. Um, more known, but I also have not been exploring that. But because it feels point. like it would be a conflict of interest, right? Like the owner. Why? of the No, newspaper. no, absolutely not. Conflict of interest. Absolutely not. Okay. You know how many owners own newspapers? I didn't um, know that. The Minnesota Timberwolves owner, Glenn uh, Taylor, owns the Minneapolis uh, uh, Tribune or whatever. And uh, like the, just in in Las Vegas, one of the most powerful guys in Vegas, hotel owners, etc., owns like the Las Vegas Review Journal, okay, well, whatever be, it is. I did not the, know. No, that. no. But here's the point. Like, yeah. you, you're you're questioning though is doesn't it seem odd that somebody who could influence media would own a media property? And make no mistake, more often than not, if you are a rich guy who owns a newspaper, you use it to push your agenda. Yeah, so it just seems like, oh, if I I own the Washington Commanders, and I don't like what so-and-so wrote about them this weekend, so I'm just going to fire that guy because I own the newspaper too. Or you know? I'm going to have the newspaper guys write all positive things about the commanders. Yeah, don't ever write of- anything well, negative. I, I don't think you can do that with sports, though, because it's, you know, it's a meritocracy in a lot of ways. You Dude, know I mean? you go 0-17, and, and the guy writes the column, hey, they're still going to win the Super Bowl. No, <laughs> nobody's writing that. <laughs> I think that's, that's, I think for us to get back on clock, that's the only one we have time for today. Oh, that's too bad. Oh. All right. That is uh, Radio Tinder each and every day uh, at 530 adjacent. Today, more like 540 adjacent. Um, but Blake Harris, our guy, 
He's our Dodger insider, our baseball insider. He's going to join us in just a sec. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Do you remember that? I do, but I I also remember that your ALF impression is, it's kind of limited. It just consists of two words. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Willie! But it's good. That Hey, Willie part of it is good. Now, if you could expand, that would be even better. He liked cats, too. He wanted to eat cats, Alf, the alien. Alien, <laughs> there you go. Alien life form. Did you know that's what Alf stood for? I don't think so. Hmm. Do you ever watch Alf? Yeah, I mean, I knew about it. Yeah. You're not an Alf guy. You're not much of a guy of anything other than just like uh, shenanigans, I feel like. I mean, I, I like certain sitcoms, but Alf was not like necessarily one of them. Yeah. What did you like? I like the Jeffersons. That's old, though. Like, I know. I like, like, 90, I like Sanford like and Son. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Well, that was my generation, you know? Yeah. Sanford and Son might be my favorite. See, now that's the kind of place I need to go to get my mirror fixed on my car. Yeah, exactly. All right, Blake Harris, Balake, our Dodger baseball insider. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Harris, TBLA. Of course, subscribe to his Substack because the best Dodger information is there. And you can listen to his podcast, Inside the Ravine, if you want Dodger information. And then, of course, Harris Highlights. He's a college football empresario, too. Uh, on YouTube. I mean, we promote everything this kid's got because it's all great content. Guys, we're all about We're all about producing great content around here. Well, having other people produce great content for us, like Blake. So, Blake, we're watching the World Series. Today's the first game I'm legitimately watching from start to finish, Um, mostly because there's just other really interesting things in my life going on from a sports perspective. So tonight, there's kind of a light sports night. I don't care about the Eagles and the Texans. Um, only two games in the NBA. I'm not going to watch the NHL, to be honest with you. So I'm in on the World Series. Um, with that said, we're at 2-2, pivotal game five. Where do you stand on this series at the moment? Yeah, I mean, it, it's been an interesting series, to say the least. I mean, it looked like the Phillies were going to run away with it, and then they just went out and didn't even record a hit last night. So it's a series that's up there for the taking. You know, prior to the series beginning, I said the Phillies. I'm still standing that by, standing by that prediction. But I think whoever wins tonight, I think that's who, who wins the series. So hopefully it's the Phillies. That way they have two chances to close it out. But if the Astros win, it seems pretty likely that they're going to be able to close things out in Houston. 
Yeah, most times when people's baseball teams get knocked out, they just kind of give up on it. I will say, this is kind of one of the first years where I'm going to continue right through the very end. Back and forth, one game Philadelphia blows up with home runs. The next game they get completely shut out and no hit. So 2-2 in a 1-1 game right now, this is actually really good, even for people whose teams are out. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm usually the same, Scott. We're normally, even though my team's out, which being a Dodgers fan in the World Series is too frequently in, in recent memory, but yeah, I, I always like to tune into the World Series because it's just one of those things where in baseball, anything can happen on any given night, where again, like last night, there was a no-hitter, which I think is the second ever no-hitter in World Series history and the first combined no-hitter. So regardless of what your rooting interests are, like you're going to see something you've probably never seen before. And the, the energy in October for World Series baseball is under. I mean, tonight in Philadelphia, they had Meek Mill heisting up the crowd before the game it was started. Awesome. Now, Scott, Scott, do you know who Meek Mill is? That, that's I, my first question. I do, but I want to tell you something. I saw Meek Mill rapping before the game, and I was like, I don't know who that is, but that guy's rocking the house. Now that you've told me it's Meek Mill and I can put two and two together, now I think it was even that much better and I didn't hear any of it. There you go. I, I think they should have had uh, Sylvester Stallone giving a pregame speech. I think that would have been more hype, but I guess awesome. Meek, Mill, uh, Meek Mill's not a bad second option. All right, so... Now that we've done the obligatory World Series talk, what the hell with the Dodgers, man? What do you what do you got cooking there in in the Substack recently? Yeah, so uh, recently this week I posted a pretty controversial article, but this was something I kind of hinted at a couple of weeks ago, just as something part of my master plan, if if you guys remember. And a few days ago, John Heyman, who's one of the top baseball reporters out there, said the Dodgers might be interested in Carlos Correa if they're not able to re-sign Trey Turner. Mm. Now, obviously, this is something that might upset majority of the fan base. I don't know just how legitimate this rumor is. This might be just John Heyman trying to boost up Carlos Correa's value just a little. But the Dodgers are going to need a starting shortstop. Personally, I don't think they bring back Trey Turner because I think he's going to be too expensive. And we've seen in years past the Dodgers – they like doing these short-term deals with a higher average salary per year. They did it you know, with Bryce Harper a couple of years ago. They tried offering him like a four-year deal for, I don't know, $180 million. That's what Carlos Correa did this past offseason with the Twins, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers say, hey, Correa, let's forget what happened a few years ago. Here's a three-year deal for $110 million, and let's go into World Series now. Again, we'll, we'll see what happens if the Dodgers actually go that route, but you know, when I presented it a couple of weeks ago, it was kind of a theory. Now the fact that uh, one of the top MLB reporters is saying it's a possibility, I think it's something the Dodgers fans should really brace for. I could live with it. And here's what I mean by that. I could live with Carlos Correa to the Dodgers more so than I could Kyrie Irving to the Lakers because that's something that we've been talking about. Carlos Correa, I'd be like, all right, cheated. I feel screwed out of a World Series, but now he's with us. Whereas Kyrie, I'd be like, I don't want that guy anywhere near my organization. You see the difference that I'm trying to paint for you, Blake? I do. And I think with Carlos Correa, if the Dodgers decided to go that route, I mean, you have to remember, there's only maybe three or four players left on the Dodgers that were even part of that 2017 team. I mean, if Justin Turner and Clayton Kershaw aren't back, I think the only player would actually be Austin Barnes, maybe Cody Bellinger if he's back. So this is an entirely new team. So I think Carlos Correa, if he is signed by the Dodgers and in this press conference immediately, you know, issues an apology, says, you know, what the fans want to say, 
wins his teammates over. And ultimately, this is a signing, I'm sure, that the Dodgers would go through, you know, top to bottom, everyone in the organization. And if everyone in the organization, especially a Clayton Kershaw, Justin Turner, if they're still with the Dodgers, if they sign off on it, if they approve of it, then I think the fans should approve it as well. But, you know, as we see, it all depends on how he performs. If this guy performs and helps the Dodgers win a World Series, I'm sure a lot of fans will forget about what happened in 2017. But if he struggles, if he's a bust, you know, if there's issues, it could be a disaster of a signing for the Dodgers if they go that route. So my phone's getting blown up right now by Laura, who says, you don't get it, Cap. She says, uh, you're not a Dodger fan. No Carlos Correa. Could, could not live with that, huh, Laura? So sorry, I missed it. Cannot live with Carlos Correa? Hell no, Brad. You ain't a Dodger fan. You don't understand it. We already found out about your fandom. So, you know, we know where your alliance is. The doo doo colors. Yes. All I'm saying is, is that, uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that if I had to choose between one guy on one team that we but cover. But you're not a Dodger fan. So, it, that's it, right. You, you don't get it. it just so, tell me. So, it, so because, wait, wait, like, now wait, but Blake's a Dodger fan. Does he not get it? No, he doesn't. I'm okay. very invested. I'm, I'm petty. I've said this before. I've stayed petty. Hear this, Blake? Yeah, and, you know, for good reason. You know, if given the choice, I would opt for the Dodgers not to sign him. Thank but you. I think this is kind of like a last case scenario. If Trey Turner's not back, if they strike out on a number of potential options, if, if Carlos Correa is plan five and that's what ends up needing to happen, it's a pretty good plan five to have. Not an ideal one, but if you're getting maybe the best overall shortstop in baseball is your ultimate last ditch effort. Uh, the Dodgers are going to be in a pretty good position. But I agree with Laura. If given the choice, uh, no Thank thanks. You. Just put a put a put a, a can of Coke at shortstop instead. Like mm-hmm. I'd wow. rather have that over Correa. Can wow! Can Thank Coca-Cola. you, Blake. Thank you. Not a very agile, you know, sort of an inanimate yeah. object. Doesn't have know. the range. I feel like you right. need for shortstop personally. Right. But yeah. I, mean, I think I mean, that's where well, you're based on what we for. saw from Trey Turner this postseason. Uh, Maybe it's for the best. Wow. Wow. Going right after him. I like when Balake goes hard yeah, into the paint. Yeah, me too. Nice yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, all right, Blake. Blake Harris. You can follow him on Twitter at Blake Harris, T-B-L-A on Twitter. You can, of course, check out the podcast, Inside the Ravine. Subscribe to the Substack because you'll get hot takes like that and all sorts of other great information. He's doing the Lord's work when it comes to the Dodgers. And wow, if you like college work. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, and when he uh, and if you like college football, it's uh, it's uh, Harris highlights, right on YouTube. That's where we can find it. So there you go. Kid's got everything going on. He is a media empire. This kid. Um, all right, we got to run, pal, because we screwed up the clock a long time ago. But I'm glad we got your your eight minutes in, which was important to us. All good. You guys are the best, and as always, enjoyed the rest of your week, guys. See you, pal. Balake. There he is.